Well, welcome back to the amazing, the spectacular, the web of craziness that is the Life Rants podcast. I am your gracious host, Antonio Augusto. And I'm Aaron Rhodes. Beautiful people of the internet. What's going on? How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Did you eat a lot of turkey? Did you like fight your family members did you body slam an uncle into the couch as you build the christmas tree i'm not gonna make i'm gonna i'm gonna i joke but that has actually happened in my family (laughs) (laughs) i i i literally this so a few so years ago years ago my um i don't know what my cousin said to me but literally five minutes later, I freaking like picked him up by his back and just slammed him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, me and my cousin have had a few fights like that. I yo, and my uncle walked in and was like, "What the hell is? You know what? Fix the tree. I'll be back because <laughs> I'm not trying to explain to my aunt what the hell just happened." So. What's going on, man? Uh, it's going good, man. I just got back from Texas. Had a great things. Had a great Thanksgiving with the family. So everything's pretty good. How are you? Thanksgiving, I ate. I I gobbled. I was thankful, <laughs> and with the lovely wife's permission, I bought a metric f ton of toys. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Thank you, Black Friday. For the beautiful sales oh yeah fun fact uh black friday is actually my favorite holiday um christmas and and thanksgiving be damned i am a man of a sale and uh yeah my mother knows this everyone knows this about me and i think it's time you guys know this too yeah that's uh that's my time to shine and uh <laughs> and i just i just love it i just wait for everything i need and um, he's giving me a look like, what? Are you crazy? Christmas, Thanksgiving, but no. Because I've done Black Friday before. I've done it with, you know, family. And mm-hmm. it always ends in some type of violence. Like, <laughs> it, it, like, like the, the, the last couple of years, I have not been in a store unless I legit had to go. But, like, this year, Black Friday was, like, it was chill. quiet. It was chill it was AF. Yeah, it was just, everybody was... Everybody was just chill, watching football, watching whatever. And, you know, everybody was just chill. All right. It's Wednesday, beautiful people. You know what you got to do? Support your local comic store. Support, support, support. Please, please, please. Go to the comic store. I just came back from the comic book shop myself and uh, got my daily picks, my weekly picks. I went for a second. Nothing I saw I wanted this week. What? Maybe the Nightwing annual. What? Oh, look here. Nubian, Nubian and the Justice League came out this oh, week. Oh, that's right. You're uh, yeah. crazy. Okay. You, at, that, yeah. I was going to be upset if they didn't put it in my book, in my stash. I told them to put it in there, but they put it as an extra book, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Because uh, that's going to be, I just need her to be known in everything that she is. Because she is an amazing woman. Um, please support Nubia and the Amazon. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Support you. Listen again. Support your local comics. Right. So we here at the Life has to have a saying. We talk about comics. We talk about toys. 
We talk about games when it relates to comics. We talk about anime. But if you get into your feelings, I'm telling you now, this ain't the podcast for you. All right. And uh, one more thing I do want to touch on with uh, comic book shops as well. I need everybody to know, please pre-order your books um, at your comic book shops. Even if you even if it's not out or it's coming out months from now, please let them know. That is how these comic book um, publishers know how to put these out for you and know what needs to be put out. And if you don't, they you get shorted and they don't put those out for later on. And it just becomes a limited series. So I really need you guys to please pre-order. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Set up your subscriptions. Yes. Listen, if you want to support, uh, I don't know. Perfect example. Of this is like, I am Batman with Jace Fox. Mm-hmm. We need to put it in. Yes, please. You want to support um, Miles Morales, Spider Man? Yes. You need to put it in. You want to support? We talk about X Men here. Always. You want to support these X books, and they are hot right what? now. What? So put it in. We. we I will say this now. We got Sins of Sinister coming up, and we have Dark Web. And there's another crossover on the horizon with Captain Marvel. Hmm. With the Brood. Oh, yeah. I got. I actually so, got that just because I knew the X-Women were going to be in that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know I'm already down for this. There's an X-Men so, reunion with Captain Marvel? It's long overdue. They, they're they re-cementing the X-Men as Marvel's heroes. Yes. Truly Earth's mightiest heroes, if you ask me. Which now I'm wondering what happens to the Avengers because it none of it's good. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man, to me, Spider-Man, as Stan Lee said, Spider-Man is every person, every person who has struggled, every person who's lost family, every person who who has this great power has to do right by the people he loves and the people he cares about. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man could be you. Spider-Man could be me. Spider-Man could be Aaron. Spider-Man could be Joe Smell down the street. The point here is to make is with great power comes great responsibility. Some of you have power and some of you have responsibility. Just, just combine the two and make it work. And, you know... We live in a world that's already dark. Spider-Man's world is dark from day one. Spider-Man lost his parents. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man lost his uncle. And already, if you lost any family member that you cared about, already you should relate to this character. Right. With that said, we're going to... So, we'll say it here. Spider-Man will be a little bit of a two-parter. We're going to try to get you ready for a dark web that's coming mm-hmm. and get ready. We're, we're, we're in for a time. We're in, we're in for a time. We're, we are going to have fun. It is, we're going to have fun. We're just, that's what it is. So that said, right out of the gate, if you've never read Spider-Man before, me and Aaron are going to do our best to walk you through. Spider-Man first appeared in Amazing Fantasy 15. So that's essentially in the 60s. Spider-Man also has one of the best rogue galleries in comics. Literally the first 100 issues is literally 
like the first not even the first hundred the first 15 you got the chameleon you got dr doom you got doc ock green goblin rhino shocker what's dr doom one is uh huh what's dr doom was it one is said, yeah doom was in the second huh. issue uh chame- who else uh the shocker the rhino mysterio the enforcers which 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 i kind of love because they just appear in the in the in the comic every now and now so often uh, who else craven the hunter the lizard it, it's just so so many great villains you you have oh, so like i have to point out spider-man is was created by the great and lovable stanley and jack kirby and i don't know what drugs that these guys were on but you they were just cranking out hit after hit with every issue which still mm-hmm. today stands the test of time yeah. excelsior beautiful people <laughs> excelsior also he also has the greatest um supporting characters in comics j jonah james j jonah jameson mary jane watson felicia hardy uh flash thompson robbie robinson mm-hmm. Betty Brant, again, to this day, still stands the test of time. Feel free to jump in, because right. I'm going to just... <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm saying, to be honest, um, yeah, you're right. His supporting characters have all uh, stand, stood the test of time. Like, they cross over to other issues, and not a lot of, let's be honest, regular characters, muggles, <laughs> in the... Um, in the Marvel Universe can be like transferred like that and they've tried to do that with other people like with I mean well Jarvis of course Jarvis always stood the test of time um, but yeah like there's only a few people like Candy Southern who who's tried to break out like that and they've done it in some ways but never successfully and that's why I've always appreciated about his characters because uh, I'm not gonna lie to you I've never I wasn't I've never been a big Spider-Man fan Spider-Man was one of those characters I I've always been like a darker character and I do love teams but I didn't start liking him until I read the ultimate Spider-Man um that was one of the greatest um yes, yeah and i've yes and when i tell you yes it is i've never said in my i would never think in my life i would have read a whole book of spider-man let alone the whole series i let i've read all a hundred and plus page um see um uh, books of those it was amazing like yeah, yeah. I was like, you look, I because I know, I because I, I know you, you also love this as well, because uh, the way and if anyone knows, the Ultimate Spider-Man is also where we first get Miles Morales after Peter subsequently dies in that series, and that is why I love it because it is a darker take on Spider-Man where he goes to these things, but you see him actually dealing with it, it throughout the series while also like dealing with the the outside world with it that's also why i liked it because the ultimate world universe kind of mixed every little superhero in with each other and it was just like him dating kitty pride like what like oh my only my only bit for that book and we kind of touched on it last week you cowards had the chance to make norman osborne black with the waves and you didn't pull the trigger you didn't do it you didn't pull the trigger i coward Imagine I, I could I'm all right Norman Osborn for you right now. Norman Osborn is Spider Man's greatest villain. But you cowards, you could have gave him the yeah. waves. He could have had 
panels with the new rag on. It could have been a whole backstory. And you guys didn't pull the trigger. Now I'm, I'm messing around. No, because when I tell you, oh, I've been thinking about that all week since last time, uh, since our last podcast. I was like, yeah, um, he needs to be a black man. I, I, I need that in my life. I like give him a case of Murray's and like make it work. Like we're gonna, we need the waves. We need that do rag. Like I want him with a suede do rag. It's gonna be amazing. Like because you know he rich, he gonna get the good do rags. Yes. <laughs> like what? And then you Harry, have a chance to do it. you have, you have it. Look right. Uh, oh my god. So the, I, you know what? Look, look. They haven't brought. Hey, they have. They brought him back in the new in in Tom Holland's. Um, not yet, right? Okay, no. all right. I want to see it on screen. Look, you get the you. I don't know what actor you use for this. I, I, I can't figure it out. But I need to see Norman Osborn with the waves. With, I need to see one scene with him yes. taking the do rag off, just brushing his hair, and the right. richest, blackest person on the planet. Right. I, I need that in the next movie. Right. He gives me real like red bone energy, red bone energy. But what, I feel like yeah. Yeah, like I feel like him and um I and mean, Harry will probably be a fuckboy turned like good guy after a while. It would be amazing. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna get you caught up with all the Spider Man stuff. So, so Stanley once coined the phrase, "With great power comes great responsibility." Spider Man, as we first in uh, see him in the comic book, uh, Spider Man has no parents. He's living with his aunt and uncle. Of course, as the origin goes, he goes on a field trip with his friends. Literally, science, uh, radioactive spider bites Peter. Peter calls home. He gets sick. Suddenly wakes up with spider powers. I wish I was making this up. That's <laughs> literally what happened, panel for panel, in the comic book. So, uh, Peter and... Uh, I'm sorry, Peter. Aunt May and uh, Uncle Ben are struggling with cash. Peter decides to put a Spider-Man outfit on and goes wrestle to putting money in the house. The best interpretation of this is the the original Spider-Man trilogy where Peter is uh, fighting Macho Man Randy Savage in the cage. Is he fighting? It is every bit hilarious as you think it is. And it's hysterical. So... Moving on. So then Peter later on, um, he has a chance to stop a, bur- a burglar that uh, steals from the wrestling company. Uh, he doesn't do it because they wouldn't pay Peter his money because he literally wrote Spider-Man on the check. So where he's going to cash it. So he said, I I'll figure it out. That same burglar kills Uncle Ben. Yeah. Spider-Man catches the burglar. And he realized who he was, and he had the chance to stop him. And he always he remembered the thing that his uncle told him: "With great power comes great responsibility." Now, I know they're hardcore comic fan. I know this recently was uh, was uh, redone for uh, for my money. This is the origin across the board. Mm-hmm. Period. So he's your first teenage superhero and that sums up pretty much the 60s we me and Aaron or we're we're younger comic book fans mm-hmm. we didn't read to like maybe the 90s and Aaron did 
2000. Right. So we're going to do this as best as we can. So the 70s, you get Gwen Stacy. You get uh, you get the introduction of her dad. Who knew who Spider-Man was? Uh, Captain George Stacy. Yeah. And, Tragic uh, family. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, man. Another best interpretation is, is the second Spider-Man yes. trilogy. Thank you. Of uh, with uh, uh, God, Andrew Garfield. Name? Andrew yeah. Garfield. No, no, no. That that played the dad. That, oh. that played Gwen. Dad. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Okay. Yes, Dennis mm-hmm. Leary. That he was Gwen's dad, and he knew who Peter was. He knew exactly who he was, and died a tragic death. Of course, as yeah. it happens in the comic books, the biggest bad guy of Spider-Man learns uh, Peter's identity, and immediately goes after Gwen. Right. Throws Gwen off the George Washington Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I got to jump in here and say, George Conway wrote that story, 19 years old. I am clearly messing up in life <laughs> if you write an amazing story God, right? like that at 19 years old. Like, it's, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because that, that is a harrowing story. Like, you jump it's, in it's rough. to save it's the rough. girl that you love. And when you try, he shoots the web. And it was it was amazingly depicted on the Amazing Spider-Man two, and yeah. when he tried to throw that whip at her, and I mean the the whip at her, uh, <laughs> the web at her, and uh, and uh, he tried, but it ended up snapping her neck by in the process by the impact because she was already falling. But um, that is one of the biggest regrets of his life, and you can tell. And of course, like most people do not know about her because you know they think it's because everybody's so used to Mary Jane. But a lot of people don't know that that's the first love of his life, and that's a a real big point for him. Yeah, it 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 just uh, it, it 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 in the book it affects them to this day. Yeah, Spider Man is the poster child for PTSD. What? And depression, which will, in the current run, will kind of finally after sixty yeah. years. Put some, yeah, at least sixty years. I was put some closure. I was just gonna say because, like, that was my one thing about Spider Man is because because he's been through so much and like like you said he's been he's one of the more trauma traumatized characters in Marvel and yet like he does keep a positive face and he does uh and he does you know always tell jokes and I do believe that that's also why people love him so much is because he stands through that and he's able to like you know power through those moments and see the good in everything but it's also one of those things where he has lost so much and how many times has he lost on almost lost on may and almost lost mary jane and almost lost all these big people in his life and yet we don't really see him deal with that we kind of see him just like kind of mask it with happiness but yeah like you said in this new arc that's uh, which i which i started reading yesterday and this uh this my, my co-host has me reading more spider-man people and i am not mad i guess i i told my i told my friend who also reads it and he's been he's been trying to get me to read it for like a month he's he's also pissed at you by the way that you got me to read it instead of him. 
but it is so worth it. Well, here, here it was here, so worth it. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin on Spider-Man's history for a, for for a second. So, kind of recap the current run in a nutshell is Peter's in a bad. You see in the opening clip, Peter's in a bad spot okay, again. Okay. Go support your your local comic yeah. store and pick this up. It is. I I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like it at first. Yeah. I didn't like it. At first. I, I've heard. I was a little hot because literally the previous album. The previous volume is him and Mary Jane finally getting together once and for all oh. again. Make of that what you will. Put a pin on that for now. So it picks up something bad happened. We don't know what it was. We 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 don't know what happened. Peter is screaming. Apparently there was some type of explosion. So the uh, Peter's in a bad spot. But the, at the end of the issue... Mary Jane is with kids. Yeah. We don't know why. Look. There is more to the Spider-Man history we're going to tell you as we go on. Right. But just put a pin on that, too. So, death of Gwen Stacy. After that, we get the intro into the Punisher. A, also a uh, George Conway creation as well. Another character who stands the test of time. We get uh, the six-arm saga. That's Morbius. Where Peter, because of science, Peter is trying to cure. Uh, he's trying not to be Spider-Man. No. Yeah. In issue one hundred, he decides he's going. He's at this point. He's graduated high school. He's uh, he's in college, and he just he just want him and Gwen want to live a normal life. Of course, obviously, a few minutes ago we said that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. but he's trying. At this point, he's trying to cure. Uh, himself and then unfortunately because of science things happen and he gets six arms mm-hmm. and then we get another character named Morbius who essentially uses Peter's blood and becomes a vampire make of that what you will it's right. what it is things happen which uh, um, shout out to the Morbius movie. Um, I know I a lot of people hate that movie, but I did not hate that movie. It's a very unpopular opinion by me. Um, but uh, yeah, I did not hate that. I kind of liked it. Just saying. You go in your corner. <laughs> I will. Corner. And I'll enjoy it. You know what? You know what? It, it's the same thing with Venom. I I've never watched these movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should. Yeah. But the last time I watched a movie like that where it wasted a whole bunch of my time was this Street Fighter movie with Chung Lee. Well, it's an, it's an hour and a half. I can't get that. I don't trust Tony no more. That's a bit of a different monster than these ones. Like, I, I do like the Venom. First of all, how have you not seen Venom? That's kind of crazy. Um, the one thing I do I didn't like about the Venom movies was that it didn't Spider Man wasn't referenced like at all. And I'm like, how Houseway? Like, how in the actual heck does that does he not get brought up in that movie? Um, especially when you were the reason you became you got the Spider thing was because of him of Peter Parker and like. Yeah, that one was crazy, but it's still it's still good movies. That one thing I I just did a video about this uh, yesterday. Um, it was when they do the depictions. I go into it with 
knowing like they're not going to do they may not do the best depiction that is also why i feel like they're not going to do the depiction that we also see they're going to do a depiction that they feel and that's why i kind of go into it with the least expectation as possible and that is also why i feel like with these movies that we love so much they need to put comic book writers as a cons- like as a consultant or like somebody who's yes. written on it like at least like first of all they should be writing these movies but i mean you know that's here or there but like you know have people who know how to adapt these things and talk with them with it so we can get the character because a lot of the times what they miss the mark on is the little things that people like us identify with these characters they also sometimes take it away that is a a big reason why a lot of people do not like the titan show which i personally like but i know that it's a i just knew it was a different depiction but the reason they hate is because like a lot of people love jason todd and they feel like that's not their jason todd or that that's not their nightwing but like sometimes they miss the mark. Uh, sorry, I went into a tangent with Al about that. I just no, I feel no, strongly no, no, about no, that. No, 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 no. We will discuss your villain agenda <laughs> at a later date. So. Oh, always. You know, I I, I love you, my villainous agenda. You know it. Oh, <laughs> I choose violence mostly every time, guys. <laughs> but but anywho, uh, so we couple things happened during the seventies. Uh, we get the OG first clone saga yeah a villain called the jackal created a clone of peter parker the reason why this is important because the ending is a bit ambiguous yeah you're not sure if peter died or the clone died Mm -hmm. it's a bit ambiguous i i've read the story once It leaves it leaves questions, but it's still a great story. Right. It's a three issue story. So uh, he, uh, Peter has his first. I hate saying this. His first final battle with the Green Goblin, but then Peter's best friend Harry becomes the Green Goblin as well, and they have. That's essentially Spider-Man's Reverse Flash for years. And I'm going to coin the phrase reverse flash going forward because if you know, you know. Right. And see, I didn't know that Harry was his, like, real reverse flash. I thought it was just always Norman, always. But then I read later on, like, because when I found out about the the kids, I was like, oh, you. I was like, you have kids? What is. Look, I was very confused. But I look, this is why I need you because this, this, this is your guy. So, so Harry Osborn is weird. Harry Osborn is a Norman son, obviously, but Harry Harry starts off really good. Yeah. Harry because Harry's a rich kid, so Harry thinks he has it all. But th- so this is the one thing we have to say about Peter. Peter is a geek, yes, but throughout Marvel Comics history, he pulls some of the hottest. Women in comics, <laughs> Mary Jane, Gwen Stacy, Silver Sable, Felicia Hardy, um, and and so on and so forth. So in this particular case with Harry, Mary Jane, when she's first introduced, was Harry's girlfriend for a very long time in the book. Huh. And yeah, 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 what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. She she was hanging out with Harry first, and then 
So Peter's the F boy. Okay. He, okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. Spider Man Blue is the perfect interpretation of this. J Jeb Loeb, Jim Sale. They talk about that mo those moments where she was hanging out with Harry, but but then Peter's dating Gwen. Mm -hmm. But Peter, but she's, but Mary Jane is also liking Peter, and it's awesome. And that art is amazing. Hmm. Marvel Unlimited, your friend, kids. Marvel right. Unlimited, your friend. It's funny you say so, you bring uh, up that one, that exact book, because I had that. So book. weird things happens. Weird, uh, weird things happen in this book. Doc Ock tries to marry Aunt May. Ish. Yeesh. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a choice. Like I said, so Norman and her and him, they just the the people love Aunt May, man. I just <laughs> yeah. Oh. Aunt May for yeah. Aunt May sex. Aunt May fs, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. No, no, sir. No, sir. So the '70s was a weird time for Peter, but now. Um, and also, I want to point out, we are doing in broad strokes, because I really didn't pick up the book till the 90s, mm. which, I, this, which I'm going to get on my soapbox for about a few minutes, so you've been warned. Now we get to the 80s. So this is where I slowly kind of peeked into it. Um, I remember uh, going, so this is the Life France part. I remember going to my uncle's house, uh, my Uncle Anthony's house, and my cousin Victor had these comics. And um, the, that was the first time I picked up a Spider-Man book. It was the return of the Sinister Six storyline. And uh, I was just flipping through it. And I just, like, it was, like, it just blew my mind. And it, and even at, as a teenager, uh, you can still, you can, uh, things, even reading the comic book, still kind of blow your mind a bit. It was just awesome. And literally where he stayed, it was like right in Chinatown. And it was just like just walking around the city at a te as a uh, early teenager was just a lot of fun. But I'm getting off topic. <laughs> so the 80s, we get the introduction of the Hobgoblin. And you get this, the Hobgoblin Saturday. It goes on for at least five years. Because you don't, no one knows who he is. And then uh, you get another storyline called, you ever heard of Craven's Last Hunt? Uh Yeah. I've heard of it. I have. So Craven essentially wins mm -hmm. and becomes Spider Man. Right. And wasn't Craven a mutant? Like the no. original one, right? There was one of them who is a mutant. Maybe the kids. The, not okay, may, okay, maybe it's the son. Okay, got you. So, uh, let's see. So, Spider Man. Uh, what else? What else happened? Uh, we get Cra Craven becomes Spider Man for a while Pete, and buries Peter Parker underground alive. Of course, the hero will rise. Kick Craven's behind, keeps it moving. But also in the 80s, we finally get the marriage of Peter and Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. In Spider-Man Annual 21, they finally tie the knot. Fast forward a few years later, we get the first appearance of another Spider-Man enemy called Venom. Peter is often this is secret. This is a uh, Marvel's Secret Wars. This is Marvel Secret Wars time. Mm -hmm. So essentially, a whole bunch of Marvel heroes are on a distant planet with uh, with Marvel villains, and um, Spider-Man rips his costume during the fight. 
he goes to it like I guess like an alien lab sees a black sees the symbiote it bonds to Peter Spider-Man makes it back to Earth but the symbiote is changing Peter's personality changing his his mindset he's essentially making Peter a predator right and that's the first now, time we see him like a dark Peter yeah that, that, essentially that's what you get in the dark Peter but what it's, it's and and they never really explain it but what you realize is what happens is the reason why Peter's like that is because all the PTSD, mm-hmm. all the things that happened to Peter, finally caught up to him. He he's essentially, in the book, Spider-Man maybe five six years at this point that like we could say because Marvel timeline is weird. We'll just say five five six years of him being Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and um, he gets the suit off of him. Then. Um, the suit we we think that the suit dies, so Peter meets his uh his other rival Eddie Brock, and Eddie becomes bonded to the suit. Doesn't like Peter at first, kind of hates Peter, kind of just like he he wants what Peter has, but he can't. Real real jealous type, real jealous type. He bonds, and then in issue at three hundred, we get the first appearance of Venom, and their rivalry still goes on to this day yeah that and that's crazy like um they are do that does flash still not know that he's peter that he's spider-man flash yeah. no that's crazy to me they are both superheroes now <laughs> like, like especially with venom and i i read about his little agent of venom thing with when he was in guardians of the galaxy so i was like oh this guy he's like an actual superhero now he's like not a, a dick. So I was like, this is cool. But so yes, I guess we should touch Flash Thompson for a hot second. Flash Thompson didn't start off at Friends. He no, was Peter's bully for a long time. The bulliest. And he joins the army and you know, essentially he gets his stuff together. So A little bit after that he was still that guy though. But <laughs> Yeah, for a while. For a while. For a while. He got it together. He got it together after, you know, he had to go through some things to get to get where he is. <laughs> so then we're touching, well, um, now we're going to get into the 90s. And this is stuff that I remember. This is when I started reading this book. And this was a Spider-Man storyline called Round Robin. I picked it up because I thought Robin was going to be in the book. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I literally, I, I was like, wait a minute. Robin is gonna be in the book. Holy oh, say shit. less! I need every issue. <laughs> Ma. Ma. <laughs> of course, I'm having to fight for my allowance a little bit early. Ma, Ma. Of course, I, I need to go to the comic store. Robin is gonna be in the Spider-Man book. Wait, what? Isn't Robin DC? Ma, it doesn't matter. Can we? Can I get a couple dollars, please? But that wasn't the case. It was. Uh, it was uh, introducing Moon Knight. The Punisher, bringing back the Punisher, uh, Nova, Night Thrasher, and this new hero called Dog Hawk. And it was like, for me growing up, it's like the best storyline ever. Mm. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. Um, but, no, no. Um, but yeah, um, the, I do, and one thing about his villains, his he also has kind of the best villains too, um, especially like as far as crossovers go because you don't see a lot of people's villains like crossover as much as his do or at least 
like people come for him as much as they do. And uh, the whole him and him and Jonah Jonah J Jonah Jameson is just sheesh. Like this, talk about a, a oof. They 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 eventually get together. Let's touch the villains a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, do let's it. touch the villains a little bit. Right out of the gate, who's your favorite villain? Ooh, that's a good question. Out of out of all of his villains, ooh, I would have to say it would probably be Doc Ock. No, Doc Ock, yeah. And you know why? Because Superior Spider Man. Look, we don't. They don't have to. We're gonna talk we'll about get it. into it eventually. Huh? We'll get into it, right? We'll get into it eventually, people. Don't worry about that. But um, he's one of his mastermind villains. Who you don't think has it? Who at first you think is he's just a little crazy scientist, but no. Through his like arcs, you see he's more smarter than he lets on. He just you know he's crazy, but when he concentrates that crazy, it's it's a different ball game. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite villain is probably. Green, yeah, it's Green Goblin. Hmm. It's Green See. Goblin, essentially Spider-Man's Reverse Flash, <laughs> and, and and it's multi generational villainy too because it's the father, it's the son, right? And eventually, as we'll see, because this book is on still going, probably the grandson. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that an arc at one point? Normie was, I think. Yes, and I, I just like I really want to. I really want. I'm, I really don't want that for him. But uh, they need to break that cycle, man. <laughs> just, just. Oof. And also notable favorite villains of mine, uh, Mysterio, Master. He's like a, a former, a former Hollywood uh, Hollywood stuntman that creates illusion that messes with Peter. Mm-hmm. Shot. So Peter is surrounded. His villains kind of reflect him, and that's the that's the beautiful thing about Spider-Man is, uh, Peter is essentially growing up to be a young scientist, and his villains respect that. Like the Green Goblin, is a um, is a weapons builder essentially. Mm-hmm. Doc Ock, the reason why he lost is uh, how he got the name because um, his, if I remember correctly, there was an accident that gave him his arms, and it makes him. Uh, perfect interpretation is is the game is the spider-man game he had an accident he's trying to build something he has like a de- uh, degenerative disease mm-hmm. and he gets the arms fused to him the uh, fused to him and let's see who else who else is my favorite villain? rhino's like a big giant rhino you can't make that up google, google is your friend is your friend oh uh, what else uh, the shocker is cool aesthetically mm-hmm. like he looks cool he essentially uses like air blasts to like uh create vibrations to destroy stuff around mm-hmm. him let's not forget vulture the is literally what it is it's a dude in a bird suit who else let's not forget the sandman this yes yeah. the, oh oh this poor bastard he, yeah, he is one of yeah he is one of the more relatable uh villains i was like i can understand his story he was trying to he's trying to do for his family he just, you know, sometimes he just gets a bad, he gets a bad rap sometimes. Yeah, man, he uh, he's robbing this, um, he's helping uh, rob this military facility, and he falls in, into this collider that has sand in it, and that's how he gets his powers. The, the collider turns on, 
and the sand bonds to his body. Oh man, this is so like Batman. Spider-Man spillings are very, very, very tragic. <laughs> yeah, very tragic. I can't stress that enough. But like for me, the best thing about Spider-Man is he's a New York City kid. Mm-hmm. He's a New York City kid. He's um, he goes to Empire State University, which could be interpreted as uh, NYU. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's see. He grew up in Forest Hills, so the way he web swings into Manhattan, I'm assuming, is the seven line that takes you across the city. Oh yeah, you're learning this as well. Oh now yeah, I talk about New York history. <laughs> yeah. So what up? Um. But I'm struggling saying I'm struggling even having to say this out loud. The aspect of Spider-Man losing his family at an early age, me having lost my parents at an early age, me lost uh, lost essentially to the day almost my entire family. And then having to put a, a costume on and trying to help people that you don't even know. That, that, that will like literally tell you to get out of their face. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is a guy that everybody could, should look up to. Because no matter how bad things in life get, there's always like literally... A better day right and it just you keep you keep moving forward you keep pushing and even with all the villainy with all the crazy stuff with all the comic stuff peter peter parker is a guy peter benjamin parker he does have a middle name mm-hmm. peter benjamin parker is a guy that has struggled with rent has struggled with paying his bills right. it, peter parker has struggled with girl trouble he struggled with his grades. One of his other villains, tragically, is the Lizard, which was Peter's also. teacher, who was trying to rebuild his... Uh, essentially, he lost his arm, mm-hmm. rebuild his arm, and it just started attacking the school. It's a whole thing. It's... It's... It's, it's tough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like... When he does, he does also go through, and that is why he's also very admirable because he goes to these things and he still finds the good in those problems. And like, you know, in light of all the things that have happened to him, he still finds a way to push forward and still able to crack a joke, still able to go through, you know, saving a city who let's, let's, I mean, let's be honest for the most part, especially in his beginning, did not like him. Like they, actively were against him especially because they thought he was something else that he wasn't and that is why he's you know that's why he's also stood the test of time as as well and because of like you said he goes through times where he is struggling with bills he's struggling with uh, like having to deal with the identity of who he is and the identity of who he's with and you know of regular life and it's it's very relatable, and I, I I kind of do admire that about him as he like especially as he goes through his you know current runs. 
um, I relate to Peter in a lot of ways. And like, I'm struggling right now. And I'll, I have no problem saying it. I'm struggling not to cry because it just reminds me all the crazy stuff that I've been through mm-hmm. and how I literally every day have to pick myself up and push and literally push through push through every single day but this podcast is not to get sappy this podcast is meant to be fun right. so so we get to the 90s i did started picking up the book but it, it gets a little we do get the clone saga and that's the big one the clone saga is the clone saga the clone comes back and Ben Riley, which is essentially, he was my favorite Spider-Man for a while. That was my. I was actually. Oh no! I was actually going to bring him up. I was going to say he's one of. Um, he was one of my favorite villains too. I was like, I. I Please go first. I did like his. Uh, I did like his arc as he was a jackal at one point. Correct? No, not him. Yes, uh, yes, yes, him. Yes, uh, I was no, thinking about he Kane. Was the jackal at one point. Yes. He, him and yeah, him and uh, the other clone, Kane. I, I was like, I, I love those two. I was like. Eh. They had a, you didn't think, I was like, this is Peter if he was evil. And like, he's kind of a mastermind. Like I've, I've read some of like some of his like feats and I'm like, oh, this dude is kind of, this guy is kind of crazy. And it kind of reminds me of the ultimate universes Reed Richards, like how yeah. easily it could, it could sneak, it could go up so bad. Like for those who don't know, he is the maker. Yeah. And he is, he is evil as hell. But, uh. That's another time. That's another. That's another episode. <laughs> that's another episode. No, and and you know what, the clone saga. It it's it's at least, this is where you lose Peter off, uh, lose uh, people off the book because it's like five years and they couldn't wrap it up. Mm-hmm. It all bonds down to oh, there's a lot of things that happen. Peter goes to jail. Aunt May dies. Yeah. Again. Uh, Again. Let's see. Yeah, I, I say that. So, Aunt, Aunt May is a recurring thing. She she dies. She comes back. It's weird. Right. It, it's weird. It's crazy. Um, She's one of the only humans who like literally gets that gets that little option for herself, like a good redo. And I feel like now that you know the mutants have that little proto, um, resurrection protocol, she's gonna be put in that queue. <laughs> for the we can just slide her in real quick. Right. Hey, but, just put my girl in here real quick. Uh, y'all y'all know she needs this. <laughs> But uh, what else? Um, they never put a closure to the clone saga. Essentially, Peter. Oh, you know what? Now I remember. Peter and Mary Jane leave New York for a while, and Ben Riley is Spider Man. Ben Riley Spider Man. We can say for about, we'll say like two or three years comic time. Peter and Mary Jane. They all go off and have a kid, or no, they go off and Mary Jane's pregnant. Peter's supposed to have a little girl. They come back. Up, oh, you, you okay? Over no, there? I'm you just. Good? I clutched my heart because I I know I know where it's going. And yeah, my heart. Yeah, continues. so they come back uh, during the onslaught saga, which um, which which I, it is a good X Men story, and we have to touch. Ooh, and he comes back. He learns that he has a daughter. He he learns during the siege of Manhattan, where the Sentinels are controlled by Onslaught. He learns during the, uh, in the siege of Manhattan, and he learns he's having a daughter. 
Ben Riley is killed by the Green Goblin the first time. The first time he legitimately dies. He's killed by the Green Goblin. Peter, there was a time that Peter thought he was a clone. So that's essentially why he retired. I'm going to point out yeah, that, that the clone saga is long and it gets weird. And I'm recapping it as best as I can. And um, that's honestly why which, I wanted to read that because I was like, what are you thinking your whole time you're a clone? You don't know if you're a clone or not. That's a mind F. That was also kind of Cable's run too. And I was like, oh, I want to read those just because what would you do? <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a bit of a it's a bit of a mess, but you know what? Happy uh, happy we are gonna we're gonna just focus on the happiness. Right. What else? Uh, let's see. Um, what else happened in the nineties? Um, you know what? No, because at, at this point, Spider Man stops for a little bit too, because Marvel has a uh, bankruptcy. But now, beautiful readers, we're gonna get into the two thousands. Whew, boy. So, a little actual news. One of my favorite issues, it's Amazing Spider-Man 36. And I'm struggling talking about it. It's Amazing Spider-Man 36. It's uh, it's all black cover. Uh, Of course, Spider-Man is a New York hero, and these are the events of September 11, 2001. I was there during these events, and maybe someday I'll talk about it, but mm. to this point, it d- depicts the heroism of the firefighters, the police department, and the Port Authority. It depicts how Spider-Man looks up to these heroes. And these men and women who gave their lives during that horrible day. And it's literally one of the best damn issues of Spider-Man. It's just no no action, no craziness. You just see reflection and you see the, the rubble of the World Trade Center. Mm. You it, it's, ooh, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's literally one of my favorite issues of Spider-Man. A um, couple things that happened. Mary, Peter and Mary Jane broke up for a while they get back and then we get to the craziness that is civil war civil war is and we can we can talk about this quite a bit civil war is iron man and captain america have essentially this uh a disagreement Mm -hmm. the government steps in they want all superheroes to register to the government captain america is like no Mm -hmm. Go and, ahead. Uh, no, no, you got it. Oh yeah. Um, also, yeah, I wanted to bring up why this, why this also happened, um, and one of the big reasons why, why it is very different from the from the movie. Um, what happens is there is a group of superheroes called the New Warriors, and they are essentially superheroes, teenage superheroes who, well, not super, well, young adults who go on, who are have their own reality show. And they go out trying to stop this kid. I forgot his name, but he's li- his ability is literally like an atomic bomb. And they try Nitro. to... Nitro, thank you. Yes. Um, so they go to um, fight Nitro. And one of the notable people in it is Namorita. Um, she, uh, they all go into it trying to stop him. But they end up, you know, 
getting overexcited and overzealous and really cocky, and they end up destroy. Um, he ends up going off and destroying a whole town, Stanford, Connecticut, and that's what initially starts it, saying that all hum- all superheroes need to be regulated, and they need to, I you know, give up their whole identity. They need to give their identity to the government if they want to be, you know, keep doing this or not be seen as that. And yeah, like you said, like Captain America does not believe in that. He believes that, you know, even though he's very open, everybody knows who Captain America is, but he feels that, you know, if you don't, if you're fighting to protect this city, it shouldn't matter who you are. And it doesn't matter where, like where you come from or, you know, what's behind a mask because you're doing the right thing. And he, and let's be real. We all know the big reason because even though they'll say this is safe, it's the government in which they have been taken over and snuck out. Like, how many times have the villains infiltrated the government and taken something from yeah. them? Like, that's uh, it's, I believe that's an arc when, like, somebody takes their names from the registry. Sorry, yeah, it's, so yeah, that one. The biggest thing here is Peter Parker initially... Um, okay, so I have a little... Uh, before we touch the part that I want to talk about, mm. Peter Parker is an Avenger at this point. Yes. Uh, Peter Parker is an Avenger. He sides with Tony initially, Iron Man. Peter Parker goes in front of the world and tells the world that I am Peter Parker. Oof. I've been Spider-Man since I was 15 years old. Yeah. And he becomes the world, a poster child. Yeah, the poster child for more problems coming to you. Mm-hmm. So we get out of uh, essentially that uh, once he tells the world that uh, that uh, his secret identity is out, the villains obviously they they go after his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, he resides with Cap because he realized the mistake that was made. And then they, a big battle ensues in Civil War now. All right. After that, they kill his Aunt May again. Mm-hmm. Peter is doing everything he can to save her. He fights Iron Man again to try to pay her bills to keep her alive. He goes, seeks Doctor Strange. No avail. No luck, no avail. He turns to the one person that can help him out. And I think my partner would like to take this one. Ooh, oh, no, go ahead. I'll say, because I forgot who do you, who do you go, go to. He goes to Mephisto. Oh, my God. Yes. Whoa. Jesus. Yes. How could I? I I'm ashamed of myself. We were literally just talking about this before. <laughs> we're guess. It's okay. No. They, this is where it gets goofy for comic books. They seek out the devil to bring back Aunt May. Right. <laughs> they bring her back, but the devil asks in return for their love. Yeah. And I'm going to leave it here because next week is going to be a two parter. Right. Oh, wait. So, we, we got to talk about the, the, the potential of that love, right? Are we going to talk about that? Are we going to leave that? We're going to leave that for next No, 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 no. To okay. be continued. Ooh, I'm leaving monster. it there. You monster. I am cold blooded. 
he's he's he has he shows violence today, people, and that's that's okay. <laughs> but uh, so we'll leave it there. But uh, we can talk about the uh, other media. Spider Man, the games go support those games. Yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man Miles Morales, Spider Man Two when they come out. Right. Have you ever played any of the arcade games? Um, the arcade games. Um, I have actually. Um, I used to play them. Um, when they used to be like, you mean the like old fashioned arcade games, right? Or the new yes. ones? Because yeah, I used to play no, those. There's an arcade game where it was Spider Man, Black Cat, Namor, yes. and it was weird. Oh, you. Oh. It's a Sega. It used to be a Sega game, but it was an. I'm showing my age here. Ooh, it was a Spider-Man see, arcade game. You know I'm an X-Men man, and, and I had the one. X-Men one. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then in other media, you got us, of course the movies. Right. All three trilogy. Jesus, three trilogies. Yeah. Man? Yeah. I look here, and I still will stand on Amazing Spider-Man. That was a great uh, two little uh, ones with the Mark with Andrew Garfield. That that's when we got to meet Gwen Stacy for real, for real. We needed that. I'm I'm a little biased. I didn't like the Holland trilogy. Ooh, huh? That's a that's a unpopular opinion, because, sir. So, and here's and, and it's nothing to do with him. It's mm-hmm. just by that point, you're doing the origin again, and this is how I feel about the Batman movie. You're doing the origin again, and you're doing I'm like. You're essentially making him Spider-Man, Iron Man light, or mm-hmm. Iron Kid, and I'm just like, eh. Yeah. I only I... came back for No Way Home, really. No, <laughs> is No Way Home? Yeah, No Way Home. The last yeah, one, yeah, I only really came back for No Way Home, and then they kind of did a half-assed version of the Sinister Six, so I'm like, yeah. Eh. I'm hoping because he's going to college now that his like big stories are going to happen, especially with like. The whole Norman Osborn of it all <laughs> make him black, um, but I feel yeah, like with, with the perfect jerk. With the look, and I was as we were talking, it took me everything not to just blurt it out because I was thinking, oh, who would I want as is Terrence Howard? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> Green Goblin man, hey, hey man. Hey Peter, how it's you doing? Gucci. I'm the Green Goblin. Peter, hey, how Peter. you doing? You talked to Harry yet? <laughs> this would be amazing. Make it happen, people. Make it happen. And then let him, and then his son be an be Harry Osborne, and then he comes back and he's dating MJ. Boom. And then that's when he meets Gwen Stacy. Boom. Look, okay, just let me know if you need me to write for you, Marvel. I am right here. <laughs> I need Terrence Howard as the Green <laughs> It's gonna be no, so amazing. No, I got a better actor. I got Ooh. a better actor. Who? Oh, the hell's his name? Sterling K. Brown. Huh. Okay. Okay. I. Oh, ooh, I can see it. I can kind of see it. Oh, you know, for somebody else, I just randomly thought about Blair Underwood. I don't know why, but I'm like, if they were. If <gasps> oh, there it is. There, <laughs> there it is. Right there. Is, is it? Is it? Yeah. Like there he would be right an amazing. He would be an amazing. Uh, Harry Norman Osborn. Oh my God. Yeah. Talk. Why do we? Why? Oh God. Marvel. Find us. <laughs> we're gonna mess around and write our own. <laughs> okay. Movie. Right. Be right. Be gonna... be on. Be on. Be on guard, guys. We're coming out with fanfic. <laughs> Oh my god! We're, we're, just one day we're gonna just write our own stuff. Copyrighted, Aaron Antonio, twenty twenty three. Thank you, thank you. Yes. 
Uh, what else? Uh, of course, Spider-Man. I, I got a whole bunch of Spider-Man toys in the house. Spider-Man <laughs> comic books. Again, I'll say this every time. Support your local comic store. Please do. Support it, support it, support it. Um, Is there anything else you want to touch? Namely, your TikTok craziness again before Ooh. we get out of here? <laughs> of course um yeah i have been look I, I i did choose violence uh earlier this week um on my friend here i i made a video about you know cyclops getting a pack of smokes and not and leaving and never coming back and you know which was true but you know hey i um I only speak. I only speak the true facts, man. You know, he, he's a he's a good he's a good guy. He's he's getting better now. <laughs> I want to point out that you just chose the villain agenda for Cyclops again. Every, Every time. single time. Every time, people. Every oh, time, man. and he's looking. We'll see how he. We'll see how this dark web thing goes, and we'll see if I vote for the X Men because of him. Because I'm still like, even though we know Madeline's the the pro, the prospect of this. I'm like, it's still his fault. <laughs> I hope... You know what I hope for Spider-Man going forward? Mm -hmm. I should wait to the next episode to talk about this. But as far as the Madeline stuff, that see episode 10, right. we talk about Cyclops in, in, at length. Please. That we finally get resolution to that craziness. My God. Yes. Like, I'm really hoping... This is 30 years worth of comic books. Maybe 30, 40 years worth of comic book stories. Right. It needs to just come to an end. Like, once and for all. Like, maybe put it to bed. Like, it's... Yeah, and it's crazy, because, like, they have... They have gone through a lot of stuff, and, like, I'm hoping... Because even with these covers that they're putting out, of course, we you know with a lot of comic covers we don't really get the actual depiction of what's going on in the comic it's very much uh you know trying to grab our attention but with some of these comics it looks like they i'm hoping with these covers there it look like they might resolve some things that are going on with her and because they they really need to um especially you know one thing i kind of always hope for like i kind of hope that her and strife would find each other and be like okay this is my son this is my mother because like they're both kind of clones and he's technically still her son so like i feel like that would be that would have been like a good little storyline for them and i i, I just want the best for her i just want her to realize you, you don't got to do this baby we love you <laughs> you are loved we love you girl, <laughs> love you, girl. Hey, girl. you've been smart hey. I'm the Green Goblin, man. <laughs> Let me get out of here, man. Come on, baby. No, Why are you doing this? No, man. Oh my God. If we get what's the what's the actress name? Uh, Taraji. Um, who's the Tadra P. Henry? Oh yeah, Taraji P. Henson. Yeah. As his mom, as Harry's mom. <laughs> I'm so, yes. I love it. Yes, please, please do it. Lucius. Uh, Lucius, don't put on no, the Green Goblin suit. Norman, where you at? <laughs> I need it. I need it. Tell oh Harry has to get downstairs. <laughs> Harry! Oh. I'm <laughs> so I, I want to point out. So this was so beautiful people. I'm trying not to cry because I just realized that like I'm telling Peter Parker's story. In reality, I'm actually telling my own. Damn. And that's why Peter Parker is such a I'm gonna cuss. I don't care. Do it's it. such a fucking amazingly good character. He's just stand the test of time, and it, it, like I know I'm not the only one who feels this way, and I'm no, right. I'm not. 
and I hope that like we did right by doing this character. But we are going to recap Nick Spencer's run and our current run, the next episode. Oh, the Zeb Wells run, which I love him as a writer. It's just Nick Spencer, Zeb Wells, whether you love it or hate him, they gave you consistency. Oh, and Dan Slot run, we have to touch it. We have to touch Dan Slot's run. So literally, mm-hmm. get ready. We're touching Dan Slot's run in death. Uh, Nicholas Spencer is in death, and Zeb Wells. Get ready. All right. It's Wednesday. Support your local comic store. And me and Aaron, are we going to get out of here? Tell them where they can find you. Of course. You can find me on Twitter and TikTok at Krenkakoa, and you can also find me on TikTok at King of Thrones. Um, but yeah, just, that's about it. <laughs> Antonio Life Rants on IG and Antonio Life Rants on TikTok and Antonio Life Rants on Twitter. All right, y'all. Peace. Deuces.